Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Up next, The Truth with Lisa Booth, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Do you feel like our freedoms are slipping away here in the United States and authoritarianism is creeping in? I do. Do you feel like the ideals and independent spirit that make this country great are dying a slow and painful death? I do. This is The Truth with Lisa Booth. Welcome back to The Truth with Lisa Booth. I'm very excited about the second episode of my brand new podcast. I'm going to interview the one and only Senator Rand Paul, who has been one of the lone voices of reason throughout the coronavirus. We're going to get into the authoritarian overreach that we have all witnessed over the past year, and together we will mourn the loss of our civil liberties. But first, it's time for the truth. For the past year, government leaders have used the coronavirus pandemic to expand their powers and exercise unprecedented control over our lives. In so many cities and states, politicians and government bureaucrats have tried to dictate to us when we can go to church, eat at a restaurant, or even see our friends and our family. And unsurprisingly, instead of pushing the facts, the media has fear-mongered and pushed a narrative. Our leaders have failed us, the media has failed us, and unfortunately, many leftist leaders have used the coronavirus to expand their powers and implement draconian measures that have led to the destruction of so many businesses, so many suicides, depression, and kids falling behind in school. We've seen authoritarians like New York Governor Andrew Cuomo send the National Guard to airports during the holidays to try to intimidate travelers from entering and leaving. Totalitarians like Governor Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan, who has arrested business owners for just trying to keep the lights on to trying to pay the bills, Businesses that they have put their blood, their sweat, their tears into. And bureaucratic tyrants 
like Dr. Fauci, who recently said that even if you get a vaccine, you still have to socially distance. You still have to wear a mask. Why do they think that they can control us? And so many of these people are hypocrites, too. They're asking you to follow guidelines, asking you to follow rules that they refuse to follow themselves. Just look at last Thanksgiving, for example. Politicians were telling you to avoid your families. But what do you think they were doing? California Governor Gavin Newsom got caught dining with a large group of people at a three-star Michelin restaurant, French Laundry, violating his own policies. The mayor of Denver, Michael Hancock, told his residents not to travel just 30 minutes before jumping on a plane to Houston to see his family. And Dr. Burks, the former White House coronavirus response coordinator, was lecturing you to keep celebrations within your immediate household while she was doing the opposite. So rules for thee, but not for me, which really begs the question, has it been about protecting us or controlling us? Joe Biden really laid it all bare during his first primetime address earlier this month when he said that, you know, look, if you're good little boys and girls, maybe just maybe you can go see your family by Independence Day. A day that we celebrate the rejection of tyranny. So this is the new normal they want for us. And for what, really? A virus that has an overall fatality rate of uh, around 0.1 to 0.2 percent? Look, I'm not saying the coronavirus hasn't been deadly. Of course it has. We pray. We pray for the families who have lost loved ones. We mourn the loss of our fellow Americans. Every life is valuable. We mourn the loss of every single life. But the question of all of it, were the lockdowns necessary? Were they the way? And all you have to do is look at freedom-loving Florida to see that the answer is no. Florida has been open for the better part of a year. You've got businesses open. Children have been learning. The economy has been thriving. Florida has actually seen 10 consecutive months of private sector growth, while states like New York and California were begging for federal bailouts and handouts. And on COVID, Florida has 8% fewer COVID deaths per capita than the rest of the nation, despite having one of the largest elderly populations. And open Florida did better than almost 70% of states in what matters the most, excess mortality rate, which is taking into account all deaths. But what frustrates me the most is that we knew early on that these draconian measures were not the answer. There were people like Dr. John Enides, a Stanford epidemiologist, who warned us a year ago that these decisions were being made on unreliable and incomplete data. He warned us. No one listened. And he barely got a platform. The media denied him a platform. But even when we got better data, many cities, many states still didn't change course. The media still pushed and engaged in fear. We had studies last April from New York, from Stanford, from Miami-Dade County showing us that the infectivity rates were a lot higher than we originally thought, which in turn means that the fatality rate was much lower than we originally thought. We also knew back in May that the vast majority of new COVID hospitalizations in New York were from people who are staying home. So why keep people at home? And the media maligned truth tellers like Dr. Enides and Dr. Scott Atlas, and they propped up liars, liars like Governor Andrew Cuomo, and they did it to use him to go against President Trump during an election year. They used it to try to make President Trump look bad. But unlike Governor Ron DeSantis, who did it the right way, Cuomo mandated that assisted living facilities and nursing homes take in COVID patients, which led to the deaths of 15,000 elderly New Yorkers. The Daily Caller reported that almost a year ago that Governor Cuomo was knowingly undercounting nursing home deaths. But the mainstream media ignored it. They continued to take Cuomo's briefings, which won him an Emmy. They helped him cash in on the pandemic as he sold his book on leadership. They helped him lie until the election was over. He was no longer useful. And then they discarded him. 
And now what do we have? His own attorney general, a Democrat, actually, Tish James, discovered that Cuomo was undercounting nursing home deaths by 50 percent. His top staffer, Melissa DeRosa, admitted that they withheld critical data from the public to avoid federal prosecutors under the Trump administration. So our leaders lied. The media lied. They pushed fear and draconian and unnecessary lockdowns. Businesses shut down that didn't need to. People took their lives when they could have been free. Children could have been back in school all this time. These are our leaders, people. These are the people that are in charge. We're in a fight for truth right now. We're in a fight for freedom. And I will use this platform, this podcast, to continue to bring you the truth. You know, because who knows how much longer we're going to be able to tell it. We're going to get into all of this with Senator Rand Paul, the great senator from the state of Kentucky, who, again, has been a lone voice of reason during the coronavirus. He has taken Dr. Fauci to task in the Senate during Senate committee hearings. And we're going to get into all of this with him today. You're not going to want to miss this. I promise you. So I'm so excited to welcome my next guest, the great senator from Kentucky. He has been one of the lone voices of reason over the past few months with COVID. And he's one of those people that when he talks, you don't feel like you're getting a canned response. You feel like you're getting the truth. Senator, I really appreciate you joining us today and really appreciate you being a, you know, one of the lone voices of reason over the past few months. Well, glad to be with you, Lisa. Thanks for having me. Senator, one of my biggest frustrations has been that over the past few months, there seems to be this intentional fear mongering going on with the coronavirus. And I, and I understand early on during the coronavirus, particularly with the 15 days to slow the spread. I mean, we didn't have great data. We thought the fatality rate was much higher than it was. But then in April, even in April, we had studies coming in from Stanford, from New York, from Miami-Dade County showing us the fatality rate was a lot less than we actually thought. But there wasn't a shift from the media in tone. There wasn't a shift from a lot of state and local governments, even with that new data that we had. Why was that? Well, I think as part of the, the general theorem that let no crisis go to waste, there are people who believe in controlling your daily lives. They believe in big government. They believe that government should be involved in every aspect of the economy. And they had these beliefs before the pandemic, but the pandemic uh, sort of is utilized for them to gain more power. And then the danger is the power doesn't come back. It's like during times of war, civil liberties are eroded because the government says we need to take these liberties to fight a war. Then it's very hard to get them back afterwards. The pandemic is like a war in the sense that the war on this pandemic, our liberties are caught up in it. And as we lose them, it's very difficult to get them back. The reason I push back is because there's been so little resistance because they say, oh, we're scientists. You know, you couldn't possibly understand you, you deplorable you. You just have no concept of science, so you can't push back. But really, the burden should be on these people and the burden should be on the government to prove that what they're telling you to do actually has science based on it. And that's why I say to Dr. Fauci, if you've been vaccinated or if you've had the disease naturally, prove to us that these people are still transmitting the disease and the disease is circulating among us because of those who are vaccinated and who have had it. And it's just not true. There's no scientific evidence to prove that. And the thing is, it also defeats their other argument that the vaccines work. And I actually do believe the vaccines work. There is no mass hospitalization or mass death after the vaccine. Same with natural infection. If you were seeing thousands or hundreds of people die from reinfection, we would hear about it. It's actually very, very rare to get reinfected, but then almost non-existent to go to the hospital or die from a reinfection after the vaccine or after naturally getting the disease. 
We are talking to Senator Rand Paul from the great state of Kentucky. More from the senator after a quick break. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them. Sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com slash Lisa. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers... Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Dr. Fauci has even said that, you know, we don't have enough data to be able to say with confidence that vaccines prevent transmission. He said that you should still wear a mask. You should still socially distance. Even after being vaccinated, it, it almost feels like they don't want us to go back to normal. Well, think about it this way. He's saying, what if? He's saying, what if the new variants escape the vaccine? What if the new variants are so different that people previously infected are getting the new variants? But you could also say, what if the Spanish flu comes back? 
And so the thing is, the what if argument, or we could say that this is going to mutate someday into the Spanish flu. It might. We don't know. But should we base all of the restrictions on human behavior, the uh, elimination of our freedoms, should that be based on the what if proposition? And so, no, we do need to push back. And this is their argument. You've seen, if you watch the argument closely, I think we are winning the argument because I asked them for the scientific proof. And, you know, one of the leading vaccine doctors who's probably very good at making vaccines, but not so great at uh, considering our freedoms. He said, well, it's as much about civility as anything. And I said, well, tell me when civility became a scientific term, you know, and the thing is, is to acquiesce to non-science. I don't think it's civility. I think that's submission they're looking for. Well, and it's also like, you know, the other side of the equation is not considered by people like Dr. Fauci. I mean, of course, we want to consider the public health aspect. We know that it is very deadly for the elderly. We know that if you have comorbidities, it can be deadly. But we've created an education crisis in the country. We've created an an economic crisis in the country. And it, it feels like those parts of the occasion haven't been taken into consideration by some of these people. Well, the other thing is, is if you look at when each of the mandates were put in place, either mask mandates or six feet distancing, you know, when you see when these mitigation uh, strategies were put in place, there's no real correlation with after the mandates were put in place with the incidence of the disease going down. In fact, it's sort of the opposite. As the mandates became more and more severe, the disease uh, continued to rise almost proportionally. So when you get to December and January, when we had this huge spike of incidence of infections and deaths, what you had was more mandates than you've ever had. So there's not really any objective evidence showing that the mandates actually have reduced the incidence of the disease. And that has to be discussed. I think there's a chance that man did nothing until we got to the vaccine. I think there's a chance that the trajectory of the virus has largely been natural and largely been unaffected by man's activities or mitigation strategies or what have you. The vaccine is changing it and naturally acquired immunity. But it's amazing how nobody talks about naturally acquired immunity. 30 million of us have had this. There's probably another 30, 40, 50 million who had it and didn't know they had it. We should, you know, not discount that and say, oh, it doesn't count. People are talking about not letting you get on a plane without a vaccine. Well, shouldn't they have to prove that those of us who got it don't have immunity? This is a real problem we're going to have. And one of the articles printed attacking me yesterday's comment was that in all likelihood, some mandates will remain forever. Let that sink in. Do you think they're trying to shut you up? Oh, very much so. Uh, You know, it's a concerted effort, you know, and you've noticed that the left wing media moves as a herd now. Uh, You talk about herd uh, lack of mentality. That's what they have. And they do move in concert. And once one attacks, they all attack. And so, yes, I've been vocal on this and a few other things uh, recently. And as you've seen it, you've seen I get attacked by 10, 20, 50 different outlets all at once. That's the point of this podcast, really, is the group think that the media engages in these days. Because I remember even people like Dr. Ioannidis early on back in March of 2020 was talking about the incomplete data, the fact that we were making decisions, bad public policy decisions off of unreliable data, and then we get more of it and they still don't shift in tone. But, you know, previously you had talked about sort of the loss of freedoms we are facing. Are we still a free country? Well, in some ways, the mandates that have been put on us are like no mandates we've ever seen before. Think about it. When you think about what they've told a restaurant, essentially they have nationalized the restaurants because you don't really own your restaurant if you're not allowed to open. You don't own your restaurant if they tell you you can open with 25% capacity. 
These people, these bureaucrats know nothing about how you run a restaurant. Most restaurants cannot make money unless they're at full capacity on Friday and Saturday night. Many don't even open on Monday because they can't make money on a Monday and it gradually improves throughout the week. But if you can tell them they can't be open at all inside, they can't make money. So we've destroyed that industry. We've destroyed the hotel industry. We've destroyed the retail industry. You know, we were already trending to buy more online, but we went from a trend to a straight line downwards for local retail. I don't know how a lot of the local retail comes back. And then we made government debt enormous by just sort of papering over this with free money. And as a consequence, we are now going to probably have a, a five to six trillion dollar deficit again this year. And that's about what we had last year. So we're adding over 10 trillion in debt in two years. Has there ever been a time in history where the government has voluntarily given freedoms back that they have taken? Very rarely. And this is the story mostly of war. Uh, but this is now we have war and famine as these two areas where government grows large, takes your freedom. And then the question is, will we ever go back to normal again? Are there ever going to let you on a plane without a mask again. And see, now we have then union politics involved with this. The flight attendants, who I'm sure by now have all been vaccinated or have had this disease, you know, you get on a plane, people forget that you paid them. You pay them to harass you and insult you and say, sir, you're not eating your peanuts fast enough. Can you put your mask on in between each peanut that you eat? And uh, then they say, oh, well, yeah, we really protected everyone's lives. We saved lives because you only had your mask off for 10 minutes on this enclosed uh, tube you're flying around in the sky. So there's no science behind any of this. You sit three inches from someone on the plane, and then when you get off, they're like, be very careful to socially distance as you exit the plane and be six feet from the person in front of you. And it's like, complete nonsense, pseudoscience, not even a semblance of science, and yet we all meekly are submitting to it. So we do have to have more resistance. The The best resistance I've seen is from the restaurant owners. And in my state, they finally stood up to the governor and said, hell no, we're not going to listen to you anymore. Well, it really is anti-science. And to that point, I remember before I left New York, because it wasn't free and I moved to Florida to be free, but I was out, I was meeting a friend at lunch in New York City and I walked up to the restaurant, I wasn't wearing a mask, mask and everyone, of course, outdoor dining wasn't wearing a mask. And I was told by the hostess that I had to put a mask on. And I was like, well, ma'am, you know, these people don't have masks on and they're not socially distanced, they're not six feet apart. And she's like, yeah, but they're eating. And I was like, well, in fairness, like COVID doesn't differentiate between, okay, well, you're eating, you know, so I'm not gonna mess with you, but you are just standing around. So like, I got you, it, it, like none of this makes sense. <laughs> Well, Lisa, you are not woke enough to the science of this. If you are out protesting in the street against racism, you can't get COVID. But if you're out protesting it against uh, an election outcome or an election you think was rigged, then you can get it. So it depends on what you're protesting against, but it's absurd. And so the absurdity of that, people are seeing through that. Ask anybody who's been to a restaurant where you walk in, everybody looks up at the door and you see 400 people smiling at you without their mask on. And the hostess says, well, can you please put your mask on? on to walk the 10 steps to your table. So everybody does it, everybody submits, absolutely no signs that it does anything. Because then you're gonna sit for an hour in the restaurant with 400 people with their mask off. So there's no science in any of this. But the thing is, it doesn't mean that we don't care about individuals. I really do, and it's very important that we tell the truth. The truth is, this is a deadly disease for the elderly and for the obese. They don't mention that, elderly and the obese. The other thing they don't mention, if Dr. Fauci wanted to save lives, he could be saying on his four trips to CNN each day, is that you can have your life saved if you get the monoclonal antibodies before you get too sick. 
But if you wait too long, they won't give them to you and you'll go to the ventilator and you may well die. But if you're getting a bronchitis, if you have COVID, the cough gets worse. You should not wait until you get deathly ill. You've got to go in early enough because the irony of this is the monoclonal antibodies can save your life, but you got to get them early. This is what President Trump got. Giuliani got it. Chris Christie got it. I have two family members whose lives were saved by the monoclonal antibodies. But do you ever hear Fauci saying anything about it on TV that would actually save lives? No, he's busy wearing three masks, strutting around and, you know, getting books written about him and everybody calling him the world's best doctor, when in reality, all he is is a TV pundit and really a a, a left-wing advocate for elitism. Why don't we hear more about the Lily monoclonal? Because you're right. Someone had told me that it cuts hospitalizations by something like 70%. But you're right. We don't hear about it. So why is that? Because they're too busy telling us what to do and bossing us around with pseudoscience. The monoclonal antibodies is real science. But the reason why it needs to have a public service announcement is that there's a window of time. So if you wait too long, let's say you just say, you know, I'm never sick and I'm staying at home and I'm staying at home. And then all of a sudden you wake up one morning, you can't breathe at all. You get there and you're... uh, oxygenation is 75 or 80 and they're thinking about a ventilator and you say can I have the monoclonal antibodies it's actually too late so this is an argument for people thinking about it as they're getting worse the doctor has to help guide the therapy but if you're getting a bronchitis you're beginning to cough more and more you can also get the O2 saturation devices for 35 bucks or so you can get them online if your O2 is dropping so normally you're like 97 or 98 if you're starting to cough and you're 92 you probably need to go in. If you're over 60, definitely you go in. But even people at a younger age who have uh, a weight issue and their oxygenation goes down and they're coughing need to go in because, you know, and this is the other thing, Dr. Fauci and the government tells you you have to be over 60. Well, that's ridiculous. If you're 40 and you're 40 pounds overweight and you're coughing and you have COVID, you need the monoclonal antibodies despite your age. It's not just a loss of freedom with COVID. I feel like we live in this bizarro world now where, you know, up is down, down is up. Nothing makes sense anymore. I mean, right now we have the National Guard essentially fortifying Washington, D.C., the National Guard, who have essentially been vetted to make sure that, you know, they're not pro-Trump. How concerned should we all be about the direction our country just seems to be heading? Well, you know, I got a message the other day. They're now teaching, you know, critical race theory in the military, uh, which basically means they're teaching that America is a terrible country founded on slavery and founded on hatred and that it's gotten worse. Can't get anywhere in life because people hate you because of the color of your skin. This is the opposite of the truth. We are a great country and we are a country that has gotten better. Even in my lifetime, every decade, we've gotten less less racism and less hostility. We have more intermarriage among the races. We have more integration of our churches voluntarily. There's no public company in the country that discriminates based on race. There's no college, no med school, no law school, no nursing school that discriminates on race. We are headed towards a better time. And yet in the last two years, the left has decided we're a terrible country getting worse. Everyone hates each other. And it's a bad message to send. If you want to send optimism to people of color who are teenagers and coming out of school, I say the opposite. There's never, ever been a better time to be alive if you're a minority, whether it's a minority by skin or the shade of your ideology. We are a much more open society than at any time in the history of the world. But you have colleagues in the Senate that are engaging in this. I mean, just recently, Senators Maisie Hirono, Tammy Duckworth said that they're not going to vote for people for cabinet positions unless they're racial minorities. I mean, imagine if a Republican said they're only going to vote for 
white, you know, cabinet officials, of course that would be racist. I mean, isn't that a racist approach from your colleagues there? Well, that's the real question, and they don't seem to be very self-reflective about it. Yes, if you base your decisions on someone's sexuality or the color of their skin, even if you say, oh, I'm only for the LGBTQ, that's equally as racist and bigoted as someone who says the opposite. And I can tell you honestly, I've never, ever voted for or against someone based on anything with their lifestyle or anything to do with the color of their skin. In fact, often, if it's not someone I met, I actually don't even know the race of the person. But we go on the issues and we go on their beliefs. It's just wrong for people to be preaching this stuff about this critical race theory that everything's about racism and white people are terrible. You had Coca-Cola telling their employees they had to stand like in front of a poster of Mao saying white people are terrible. I'm a terrible person because I have opinions and I apologize for being white. I mean, what kind of bizarro world is that? I totally agree. Let's dig into that a little bit further after the break. Back in a sec. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once, and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot power generators. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to fourpatriots.com slash Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers... Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? 
Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, it really worries me because especially with young kids, because we're almost indoctrinating kids to see race and that divides people. I mean, we should be teaching kids that, you know, we're all human beings. We're all God's children, as opposed to putting that in their heads you know, early on, especially at such a young age when kids are so pure and they just see each other as, you know, right, just human beings. And so I, I really worry that we're just sort of teaching this division uh, at, at such a, a young age. And I, and I don't think that's going to lead to a, you know, a United States of America. I think actually, other than the woke people and all the propaganda of the last year or two, um, what I've noticed in the young people, either my kids or around people who know who are friends of their kids, they don't notice race at all. And they really don't uh, notice or say anything about sexuality either. They're just not, they're very just, you know, people are who they are. And they don't say this is my black friend or my Hispanic friend. They just say it's my friend John or Sam or whatever their name is. And the thing is, they don't see it that way. But it's all these class warriors and race warriors and people who have an agenda that are pushing this. But the normal culture, other than uh, sort of this crazy wokeness, aren't paying attention to. And we've been going in a good direction, uh, downplaying race for a long time. Um, but it's really been ginned up. It's gotten a lot worse in the last two years by people who I think have a self-interest or some sort of uh, ulterior motives. But how do we counteract it? Because my fear right now is we're at a place where leftists control every institution, right? So they, they control the federal government right now. They're in charge. They control education. We're seeing that in the indoctrination, the critical race theory that's being taught in so many schools across America, especially in the public school system. They control big tech, as we saw with the shutting down of that New York Post article about Hunter Biden kicking President Trump off of Twitter. Uh, they control corporations. I mean, the list goes on. So if they're in a position of being able to control the conversation, control the flow of information to us American citizens, and then they have the power to come in and say, you know what, you're not saying what I want. You're gone. Your contract's over. You're fired. You're off. You know, you're off our platform. You're off Twitter. How do we I mean, what do we do as conservatives? Like, how do you fight back? Well, you know, the cancel culture is strong and getting stronger. And I think we have to find ulterior uh, methods. You are an ulterior method now. You have your own program and you're doing very well. Um, that's one way. And I think competition is ultimately the way you do it in a free market. There are some who want to break up big tech. And I get mad at big tech every day. I mean, look, YouTube took down a speech I gave on the Senate floor talking about Eric Chiarmella, this guy who uh, worked with um, Adam Schiff's team and worked with the Vinman brothers and I think was part of uh, getting the impeachment process going, YouTube basically took that down. I was in a committee hearing with Ron Johnson talking about um, some early treatment for COVID before you're in the hospital that many doctors were employing and have been employing across country. YouTube took it down. So I'm aware of the censorship and it infuriates me, but I'm looking for alternatives. I'm looking for ways to get off of their media, get off of big tech's media and get to people through the internet, through my own portal. And I think there still is an opportunity for that. And I tell people not to give up 
too quickly on our beliefs against big government and use big government to break up tech that we don't like, but rather to attack it from the competitive angle. Dan Bongino just got a big radio program. You know, there's there's definitely other places that you can go on the internet. And I think we just have to find these and start leaving them in droves. And when they fill it in the pocketbook, um, we'll have made our victory and then we can spend our time and our money and our effort on other portals to information. Senator, I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for continuing to be a voice of reason. Uh, we so appreciate you today. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, Lisa. Before we go, I want to thank Senator Rand Paul again for such an awesome interview. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave us a review and rate us with five stars on Apple Podcasts. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lisa Marie Booth. And special thanks to our producer, John Cassio, researcher Margaret Smith, and executive producers Debbie Myers and speaker Newt Gingrich, all part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com Lisa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.